Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The SA Scene, taking you inside the Festival State's tennis community, thanks to Langman and Lay Elite Tennis Academy, providing coaching for all standards and ages in a group or private setting at Glen Lee Tennis Club. Inquire at LLETATennisAcademy at gmail.com or follow on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Welcome to Edition 10 of Season 2 of the SA Scene. I'm Bevan Jones, and each month I take you inside the South Australian tennis community. In our 10th and final edition for 2023, we're joined by two first-time guests, Dale Nixon and Sam Clayson, both lads of tennis coaches and doing terrific things in the SA tennis community. Great to have Dale Nixon on the show for the first time, as we discuss what it was like to recently spend time playing tennis in Germany, as well as why Dale decided to make the move to the Trinity Gardens Tennis Club from Teaching Alley this year, and what Dale enjoys about being a tennis coach. Dale Nixon, great to have you on the SAC for the first time. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, mate. So you're currently coaching at Pembroke and Gawler at the moment. Tell us about that. You know, what age kids are you coaching and, and what you enjoy about it? Uh, yeah, I coach uh, anywhere from five-year-olds to uh, adult coaching. Um, I've, yeah, I've just started coaching at Pembroke last year under Paul Buccanella there. Um, I love doing that. Bucks is, uh, he's really good. Um, even the advice he gives to the kids out there, I'll take some of that. He's got a wealth of knowledge for sure. Um, and yeah, I'm coaching out at Gawler, Para Hills and Trinity Gardens just started recently. So I've worked for Jason Todd for many years under him. Um, that's at Para Hills and Gawler. And then I've just started working under Graham at Trinity as well, Graham Neville. So plenty of good mentors for me there. And also you recently crossed over from Teaching Alley to Trinity Gardens. What was the reason behind that? Uh, a number of reasons. I just kind of wanted to spread my wings a little. Um, I was playing uh, yeah, for pretty much my whole life at Teacher Gully. Um, and yeah, love Teacher Gully. They've, uh, they're an awesome club. And um, I just thought I was ready to kind of take on the number one position. I, I knew playing under Astrid, it was going to be pretty tough to end up playing number one there. There and um, but yeah, as well, Trinity have a, a great group of guys. We're, we're building a really good culture out there. We've got set team trainings throughout the week on a Saturday. Everyone hangs around, and that's in that's in most of the teams we got out there. So, uh, we, we're building a really good culture. It's, it's good there. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Like I mentioned before, not only just playing the game, but but enjoying that social side of things afterwards, which not all clubs have. A hundred percent. And personally, and I think everyone in my team, I can speak for. Um, we all get up more for a, for a team match. When you know you're playing for more than just yourself, it kind of inspires you to just dig that little bit deeper if you're down, you know? And is the, the summer competition started yet or is it is it starting soon? What's the situation there? Uh, yeah, so we are six rounds into it so far and we're sitting pretty at the top at the moment. So um, it's been a good start for us. So, Dale, you recently spent three months over in Germany as well. Tell us about that experience. But yeah, that was probably, I've been saying, that's the best thing I've done with my tennis so far. Um, most enjoyable thing. I just got to experience. I've never been to Europe before. So just experiencing Europe um, under, you know, some really good guys. Um, I was at a club called TC Gouting, which is about 20 minutes from Munich. Yeah, with a great group of guys that were really accommodating. I played club tennis there and traveled around Germany playing some tournaments as well, which um, 
yeah, like I said, one of the best experiences I've ever had. And so what was the situation there? Like, how did you get involved in that? And, and you know, what was the purpose of the trip? Uh, so I was probably for the last year or so, I was, I was, I had the idea in my head, you know, I want to go over. I just heard of people playing club tennis over there. So I was asking around and then a good friend of mine or a couple of good friends of mine, the Laganestra boys, a few guys in um, Adelaide would know them through the tennis. They had played a season each at that club. So they uh, set me up with the head coach there and then, yeah, contacted him and he said, yep, they're happy to have me. So the, they set me up with a family over there. I kind of just jumped into the deep end a little and um, live with a family. And then, yeah, they set up my training and my matches and yeah, just an experience playing overseas. I got to play some tournaments as well, which, yeah, which was ideal, which is what I wanted. So it was good. And how'd you find the competition over there versus what you're playing in at the moment with the State League in SA? I felt like, so I was playing fourth division in Germany and uh, that was a pretty, pretty strong comp. I felt like compared to the State League here, it was pretty similar, but maybe there's a lot more players. So the depth of, let's say there's about five people, let's say the six teams in state leagues, six number ones, you've probably got about 20 number ones, the equivalent of in, in the German league. There was just a lot more players. I guess there are more people there, so it makes sense, right? Yeah, 100%, exactly. And did you get time to explore around Germany as well and some of the other parts of Europe? Yeah, I did 100%. My girlfriend met me over there after our season finished and then, yeah, we did a bit of sightseeing. We went, um, where did we go? went to... Germany, and then we checked out Italy, France. I uh, got to see Switzerland and Austria as well. So, first time for me, it was a uh, yeah, it, was, it was bloody awesome. Sensational. And uh, plans of going yeah. back overseas again in the future for tennis tournaments? Ah, uh, yep, definitely. Um, I was only speaking to my friend the other day about potentially going to New Zealand next month to play some futures. Um, whether that happens or not, I'm not too sure, but. Uh, I definitely want to travel more. And um, yeah, with my tennis, I just, uh, I enjoy playing and um, traveling. So I get to see new places and then how how good I get is just a bonus to me, to be honest. And tell us about your journey, you know, growing up, Dale. When did you first pick up a racket and, and how did you sort of first get involved? Is it through, through friends or family? And yeah, tell us a bit more. Yeah, so I was um, six when I first started playing. It was just... Pretty much my dad was just throwing me in every sport and then would see what would stick. I, I do like to say... Uh, quietly myself i am a good sportsman uh, i've played a lot of different sports but yeah i started when i was six and then um i was just playing you know generally for fun and then made the move up to teacher gully when i was 10 i started out uh, at Galway. that's where i grew up yeah well, and then i got selected for a state team when i was 12 for the first time that was when i kind of felt oh i must be doing okay at uh, tennis and then from there i just loved it i just loved it because of the amount of friends i made through tennis is um i feel like in adelaide we got a really good tight group of guys that all get along quite well, which is nice. And then eventually I played in state teams here, ended up going over to US college for a year, lived in California, came back. And then since there, yeah, I've been to Germany and just playing tournaments all around Australia, really, which, um, yeah, which I really enjoy. And what was that experience like playing in college as well? And were there plans of staying a bit longer over there? Yeah, US college taught me a lot more in the sense about myself. It was the first time ever living out of home and um, having to experience everything myself. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. It was a great spot in California and um, we had a great team and then obviously COVID happened uh, I went in 2019 so I did that semester then the following semester in 2020 and at the end of that we kind of got told yeah pack your bags and head home so then I did I came home for a while and um, I, I, originally the plan was to, to start, stick it out and sort of uh I like to say it all works out in the end and it didn't end up going back and then a bunch of other opportunities arose um, and it's all worked out for the best. So at the moment, you're just doing your coaching full-time, is that right? I'm coaching more part-time um, and I'm still at university uh, studying at the moment, part-time as well, just because um, I'm still uh, pursuing, you know, playing a lot and training, whether that, you know, that looks like just 
playing tournaments here and there and state league. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of just doing a bit of everything, which sometimes can get a bit tricky, but um, I enjoy it. I, I like to mix it up a lot. And what are you studying at the moment? Uh, sport and recreation management. So similar oh, field. Well. I'm not I'm not too sure what I want to end up doing, but I, I do enjoy the, the governance side of sport. So potentially something like that in the future. So you still got plans of potentially trying to make it on the professional circuit one day then? Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I just enjoy playing the game and traveling, seeing new places. But if that's how it ends up, that's how it ends up. You know, um, I still want to become a better tennis player. I've been speaking with my coach, Graham, a lot. And when I play my best is when I'm relaxed and I put no pressure on myself. So if I go out there, I play well, that's great. If I don't, I enjoy myself. That's the main thing. That's kind of why I like the team sort of atmosphere more. And what is it about coaching that you enjoy, and particularly with the young ones? Coaching, I, I do really enjoy. I enjoy, first of all, being outside and getting to teach, you know, a game that I've played my entire life and just seeing an impact that, you know, I can have, whether whether it's teaching someone a new shot, whether it's telling them about an experience that I've had, just showing people that it's not all about, you know, being professional in tennis there's a lot of opportunities and good things that can come from it it's a game you can play for life and like i said before i've made so many friends through tennis and still all of my closest friends really are through tennis whether they still play or not it's just such a social game i think that yeah that more people should get involved in yeah absolutely agree with you there mate and um, where do you see tennis at in in, you know south australia and australia at the moment do you feel as though it's in a pretty good place i think it is in a pretty good place i think i really like the way our club structures are set up are set up so our club tennis here compared to the other states from just what i hear from other guys we got a really good thing but we can expand on it more and that's why at trinity myself and a lot of the other guys there we are pushing to create like that good culture where hopefully, you know, other guys, yeah, if they want to play there, sure. But if other guys can just take other guys from other clubs, you know, can take our example and apply that to their own clubs. Because I feel like potentially we've lost our way a little bit in the social aspect, in the club ways. But yeah, I, I think it, it's something that we do really well here in Adelaide, which we need to, we need to keep keep on top of and what's your thought i mean it's been a, an interesting topic the last couple of years talking to different people about it but but what's your your take on the the whole utr situation i think the utr is great in the sense that uh every match sort of there's something on it you know what i mean so whether you go out there on a saturday and you're playing against your mate or you're playing in the highest level tournament there's, there's always something on it i do feel like in terms of tournaments it is maybe not the the greatest as a primary ranking system, but it definitely has its place. So I think, you know, take it or leave it. My, as a player, my thoughts on it is, look, no matter how you go, UTR is UTR. If you win, it's going to go up. So don't worry about it too much. Don't look at it all that much, you know? No, I love that. You've answered it really well. Well, Dale Nixon, thanks so much for joining us on the SA scene today. Really great to uh, to chat about your, your journey so far, mate. And uh, yeah, all the very best going forward with not only your, your time at Trinity Gardens, but your coaching and everything else as well that you're up to. No worries. Thanks heaps, mate. Great to catch up with Dale and hear about his tennis career so far, what he loves about the game of tennis, and how he first got the passion for it. To our next guest, Sam Clayson a fellow tennis nut and tennis coach who was awarded Regional Coach of the Year for the Tennis SA Awards for 2023 as part of the great work he's been doing at the Clare Tennis Club and for his coaching around the state. We'll find out about what the award meant to Sam, a bit more about his tennis journey since he was a little tacker, why he decided to make the move to Clare from Wallaroo and what he loves about being a tennis coach. Sam Clayson, great to have you on the SAC for the first time now. For 2023, it's been a big year. You were named as the Regional Coach of the Year for the Clare Tennis Club as part of the Tennis SA Awards. What's that mean to you? And thanks for coming on again. Thanks for having me, Bevo. Um, yeah, it means a lot to me. Um, grew up regionally 
uh, and there wasn't heaps of coaches in the regional areas. So to provide that uh, for regional kids now and, uh, yeah, deliver it how I have over the last few years and building a business, it's um, a really sort of humbling achievement um, to be recognised um, by the governing body. Yeah, terrific. And how long have you been involved with the Clare Tennis Club as a coach and as a player? Uh, so I've been been with Clare now for six years. Um, before that, I grew up on the York Peninsula, um, so I didn't didn't play tennis there as a junior. Uh, so grew up in Wallaroo on the York Peninsula um, and then moved to the Clare Tennis Club sort of at the beginning of 2017. And yeah, sort of started developing um, my my regional coaching business from there. And why the, why the move to Clare? Uh, so it just so happened that the the former head coach there, Andrew Waters, got a job at Tennis SA in the performance area. So there was a lot of coaching uh, there for me. And and previous to that, I was coaching at Prince Alfred College in, in Adelaide, and sort of wanted to to go back home and um, potentially start a business. And Clare's probably an hour away from Wallaroo, so it seemed like a really good opportunity to to launch um, my, my sort of business foundations, I guess. Well, congratulations on that. And I guess it's not too far from Adelaide as well, but the same perspective, like only think an hour and a half or something. So Exactly right, yeah. So I, I do a little bit of travel. Um, it's just sort of the nature of, of regional coaching. So I, I, I'm based out of Clare, but still spend a lot of time in the York Peninsula uh, and throughout the Mid-North, and I'm also head coach and regional coordinator of the uh, Upper Northern and York Foundation Cup teams. That takes a lot of my time as well. And in terms of the Clare the Tennis Club, what sort of competition do you guys play, you know, play a part of? And, you know, what, what's the competition compared to, say, like a, a Wallaroo or, say, some of the teams in Adelaide as well? Yeah, so uh, the competition's the Mid-North Tennis Association, uh, and it's pretty strong as far as the country competition goes. Uh, it's probably marginally stronger than the York Peninsula. Um, I have filled in sort of a few times for uh, Metro League in Adelaide. Uh, it's probably not quite Metro League standard, the, the sort of the top players, but wouldn't be too far below that. And in, in terms of, you know, like your, your coaching, what age groups are you coaching at present? Yeah, so I'd... Um, I actually do a lot of coaching with with toddlers, so I go into into childcare centres and uh, do a lot of gross motor skills stuff and hand eye coordination stuff with with toddlers. So I'm sort of coaching from about two years through to seventeen years uh, for kids, and then some adult coaching as well. Well, that must be a challenge coaching kids that young. It's actually I really enjoy it. Like they're uh, they're really receptive, and typically it's their first sport, so it's it's probably. Yeah, not not challenging at all from a from a coaching perspective. The crowd control can be challenging at times, um, but thankfully I have like really good childcare educators with me to support me with that. But the kids love it, and and I do as well, so it's good. And tell us about your own sort of personal journey with tennis. When did you first pick up a racket, and how'd you first get influenced to to do it? Was it through a family family member or something like that? Yeah, so my my dad was a really good tennis player, not not necessarily technically gifted, um, but that's probably where I got my passion from for tennis. So I sort of had a racket in my hand from from six months old and I started playing when I was nine years old. Then from there, sort of went into playing some tournaments through Adelaide and, and interstate. Yeah, did a little bit of coaching in South Australia and, and in Melbourne and a bit overseas. So yeah, probably don't play as much as now as, as what I used to, but still enjoy playing when I do. And so what about Melbourne? How long did you spend uh, over there and, and where overseas? Was that part of the US college system? Or? No, I would have loved to have gone, gone to college. I started my, my 
my uh, my coaching journey at the age of eighteen. So I didn't go through the through the college system. It was sort of just coach. I had a little bit of coaching uh, in Las Vegas of all places. It's a bit of a weird setup there. You sort of have to walk through a casino to get to the tennis courts. Um, yeah, so it's a um, it's a different system there. But trained a little bit just out of Melbourne Park there on the on the indoor courts, and it's unreal when you when you're trained in those courts because if you when you're hitting a ball out the middle, the the echo and the sound in those courts makes it sound like you're really connecting. So it's good. And how long did you spend over in Melbourne? Uh, it was obviously um, living living regionally and, and going to school in South Australia. It was sort of just on and off when I could. Sort of between between the age of twelve and sixteen, probably when I was taking it the most seriously, playing lots of tournaments, having a bit of coaching as well. So, um, but then I sort of, yeah, decided to focus on my schooling a bit more. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to, to make a career out of tennis. Initially, that was playing. I probably wasn't too uh, genetically gifted. I'm only sort of five, seven. So I wasn't <laughs> able to compete compete with uh, serving-wise with, with a lot of those guys. So, but I mean, I, yeah, probably not the not the Diego Schwartzman of the of Australia, I guess, unfortunately. <laughs> so you decided to, you know, rather than take the professional playing thing seriously, you decided to head down the coaching path instead at a young age. Yeah, absolutely. So I finished school and got into my uni degree of sport and rec management and sort of wanted to follow that path, but I was sort of overstudying and wanted a year off. So I had a gap year and then went and did my, my junior dev. And while I did that, I got a job at PAC coaching under Dean Schapansky. Yeah, loved coaching uh, and then saw a, saw a bit of a market for it back home. And it's something that the the regional areas hadn't really had, so it took a lot of work. But um, now that it's up and running, it's it's really good, and probably could use more coaches under my wing. That would be really handy. And it must be pretty amazing though, being able to do something full time that you absolutely love. Yeah, it is really good. I mean, a lot of the times I, I don't feel like I'm working at all. I like this time of year is is just insane. Sort of like I'm working six days a week, starting at nine and finishing at eight eight thirty. Like they're pretty long days at this time of year, but you make hay while the sun shines and. I, I mean, I, I I do get tired at this time of year, but I mean, I don't feel like I've worked as such. So I am very fortunate. In terms of the coaching side of things, like you mentioned before, the toddlers are lots of fun. But uh, what is it about the coaching that you enjoy so much, particularly you know from those different age groups as well? I think it's probably relationship building. I didn't really understand uh, how important that was until I, I started my own business and sort of watching kids journeys and how they develop as tennis players but also as people and in regional areas where you know you pretty well know everyone in the community it's really important to uh, have those relationships and and they become uh, really close friends and and like family as well so I really enjoyed yeah coaching the the different age groups um, and then yeah like often giving lots of kids their first experience of tennis and hoping to retain them in the sport and obviously the last couple of years been a lot of controversy with the UTR ratings system and, and you know how that all works. What's your take on it? I think it's going to be really difficult to have a, a bulletproof system where I don't think it, there's a there's a one size fits all system, which is really hard. I think UTR is pretty pretty close to as good as it's going to get. I think, but I think if you're if you're good enough to beat someone, you're going to beat someone. So I don't I don't hold too much against. UTR, I think it's yeah, a pretty good system to be honest. Where do you think tennis in South Australia is at at the moment? Obviously, you're coaching a lot of different age groups, so you see a lot of stars coming through. Yeah, so like obviously do a lot of work regionally and um, doing a bit of work with Super Tens at the moment as well. And I think tennis in South Australia is really good. Obviously, we probably don't have the amount of kids that a lot of the eastern states do, but I think that across the board we compete really well 
on state and national levels. And obviously we've had guys guys like Kokonakis and, and Lee too, uh, Brad Mousley uh, recently as well. So I think that we produce a lot of talent and I think there's a lot of up-and-coming up talent as well. And I guess just finally, that must make you feel you know pretty proud when you see a player go on and do really good things that you've coached or, or been involved in their career so far. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've coached um, a host of state players, which is a bit of a feather in my cap, and it's really good to follow their journey. And it, it helps, obviously, being regionally, it, it, those sorts of things help them get scholarships to prestigious schools in Adelaide. So that's uh, something I'm really proud of. But yeah, I love following their journeys and and also, you know, potentially making it a career path for them also. So yeah, there's there's so many so many ways that tennis is rewarding, and that's just one of them. Well, Sam Clayson, thanks so much for joining us on the SAC today. Well done on everything you're doing so far. And again, congratulations on that Regional Coach of the Year Award. Well deserved. Thanks very much for having me, Bebo. Fantastic to speak to Sam and hear more about his tennis coaching business, as well as the kids he enjoys coaching the most. Thanks for tuning in for the 10th and final edition of our monthly SAC podcast of 2023. Wishing you a safe and Merry Christmas, and thanks for all your support for this year. If you have a guest idea, drop us a line at thefirstservesen at gmail.com. That's thefirstservesen at gmail.com. Catch you in 2024. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, Read weekly features by our team of writers and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and subscribe to our YouTube channel.